This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. I'm like, man, everything is really hot. Go to walk in um, <clears throat> so that I could get, you know, a couple of tools because I flew. Right, and uh, <laughs> you can't fly. Thought I'd them. see, thought I'd see what they had at the gas station first, and I'm not 30 feet from it, and the upper radiator hose explodes no. <laughs> everywhere. I'm like, oh. You're listening to America's Off-Road Podcast, brought to you by Off-Road Power Products, fueled by enthusiasm, a passion for the outdoors, and a spirit of adventure. We drive the industry we love. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. This is America's <laughs> Opera Podcast. Uh, my name's Kyle. With me is I'm Mr. Cooper. Cooper. How you doing? And uh, thanks for tuning in. So you guys can find us pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts, SoundCloud, or yeah, Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, or if you so choose, you can watch us on YouTube. Yeah, you're going to want to listen. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, good grief. Yes. Um, so on that note, um, if it's your first time tuning in, this is America's Off-Road Podcast. We are a company called Off-Road Power Products. Our mm-hmm. website is offroadpowerproducts.com. .com. We do all sorts of fun stuff with the outdoors and vehicles and camping and gear and equipment and it's kind of just a pretty rad lifestyle. We like to we like to use it all and then tell you what we liked about it or didn't like. Yep. Uh, pretty much all the parts on our website have been hand-selected. Yep. We use them, like Cooper said, we break them, and we give oh. you guys our I, feedback. I break them. <laughs> you guys usually use them properly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so if you guys want to check out our website, it's offeropowerproducts.com. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> as far as the podcast goes... Uh, America's Off-Road Podcast was kind of created just because we thought, it, you know, podcast is the next coolest thing and we're enthusiasts and we like what we do and we're like, why not share it with other people in the well, and, and podcast realm? You know, with, with like-minded individuals like yourselves. Totally. And, uh, and being able to, uh, you know, maybe share 
share some of uh, what Kyle has taught us with all his many <laughs> mishaps with, with the rest of you. So maybe you just don't, don't follow Cooper. That. That's, uh, that's all you got to do. Rule number one, don't, don't follow, follow Cooper. Cooper. <laughs> Um, yeah. And on that note too, we love when you guys submit questions or suggested topics, um, cause we'll cover them. We get every single email. I read them and we have covered all of them. So you can do that by shooting an email to us podcast at offroadpowerproducts.com. Yep. Podcast. Also podcast at offroadpowerproducts.com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So shoot us your topic. We'd love to cover it. Um, we also have other people on the episode, um, Ash, who is not with us tonight, and another gentleman, Radio, has been on some of them, and then we have tons of guest speakers sometime. I'm excited we're going to get to phone him in here pretty soon. We are. It's going to be cool. Yeah. Radio's old, a good dude. Good old Radio. Radio. I wonder what we could have him on to talk about. Anything hmm. the Ra- gadget related? Radio- radios? Radios. Maybe. <sighs> Whoa. But chances are, if you guys have ever called, you've got either me, Ash, or Radio. That's pretty much the extent of our sales team. So if you guys do have questions, give us a call. Like I said, we're enthusiasts. We love talking about it. But we'd be even more stoked if you guys submit a question or a topic uh, to podcast. And we'll cover it. Um, One of the other cool things that we like to do here at our shop is... And I'm excited about this episode. (laughs) Is build cool things. Yes. Uh, We tend to... I wouldn't say we go over the top. We just get some, or I shouldn't say we, Cooper and the owner, Brian, come up with the plan. And no matter how crazy other people might think that plan is, it comes to fruition. Wow. Brian, Brian <laughs> and I come up with the crazy ideas and then Dave and Jesse make them happen. That's right. So we've got a lot of really cool builds going on. You guys can see all those builds on our social media channels. Today in particular is a build that we've had been, it's been going on for quite a while now. It doesn't get a ton of coverage, but it, when we do talk about it, a lot of people comment. And uh, so we figured we'd do an episode on it. You know what? There's a lot to this ring and you know, we we can do an update thing, but I don't know that we've actually told the whole story of. No, I want to start from you picking it up. (laughs) Oh oh, yeah. Well, picking, picking the rig out. Yeah, I don't know if I've. I don't think I was even a part of that. No, so that I, I think this was, is that was breaking that was news, folks. Brian and uh, Dave and I, and we were all uh, sitting down, kind of talking about something that uh, you know maybe we hadn't seen so much of out on the trail, <clears throat> and something that we like, something that fit you know kind of the needs we were looking for, uh, wheelbase wise, uh, load carrying wise, um, look, and uh, we talked about a blazer. A few times, but then it was like, you know, especially with, with Dave liking things to be, you know, a little, little off the wall. Um, we, we settled on the Ram Charger. Super stoked about that. We knew we wanted like a, a late 70s version so it'd be convertible. <clears throat> and then uh, so we started looking and I'm, I'd found one in Sacramento that ran um, 360 in it, stick shift. And uh, it was awesome. So uh, I did what any normal person would do, which is uh, I hopped on a plane. (laughs) And and I I flew to Sacramento, had my buddy Dean pick me up at the airport and run me over to uh, this guy's house. And and I I met him and his dad and I hopped in it and I started driving. (laughs) I don't need a a truck and trailer. You're just going to drive. I I want the story. I want to know, you know, we, we went and picked this thing up. We gave it a run 
And let me tell you, Donner Pass is no joke. <laughs> I've that never, is, never been. That is that is a long climb. Is it? Yeah, just there steady is like eleva- it's enough elevation that carburetors are not happy at the top <laughs> if they're set up to run at the bottom. Oh boy. And uh yeah, so you know, things got a little interesting. I made it to the top, things got weird, things got really hot. <laughs> And then on the downhill side, things just got a little interesting because, yeah, oh, the, gosh. the engine was like, we're not happy, bro. <laughs> were, the, were the brakes happy at least? The brakes were fine. Totally fine. Brakes were good. Everything there was good. I could barely keep it alive. Ran down, uh, coasted down the, the hill, hopped right off there in Truckee. Went to, uh, there's a gas station right there and, and literally popped the hood. I'm like, man, everything is really hot. Go to walk in um, <clears throat> so that I could get, you know, a couple of tools because I flew. Right. And uh, <laughs> you can't fly. Thought I'd, see, thought I'd see what they had at the gas station first. And I'm not 30 feet from it. And the upper radiator hose explodes no. <laughs> everywhere. I'm like, oh, wow. I am so <laughs> glad I wasn't standing right there. That would have stunk. That would have hurt. That would have been <laughs> yikes. Yeah. Um, so then I went in and talked to the people that own the gas station because I felt terrible and got some cat litter and started cleaning it up. And <laughs> <clears throat> walked over to the local O'Reilly's, got everything I could think of to throw at it um, to repair it and uh, to no avail. That was not happening. Game over. <clears throat> Game over. I made it to Truckee. Uh, at which point in time, I made a couple phone calls and scheduled a um, transport company to pick it up. Uh, I talked to the gas station. They let me leave it there. I got a hotel and I got a rental car. <clears throat> I got a rental car because uh, the closest airport is in Reno. <laughs> Jeez. which is about an hour away. <laughs> and um, in looking, uh, they had one flight available the next day and it cost, it cost enough and wouldn't get me in till so late that it would actually be like driving. The flight would have beat me by one hour. <clears throat> oh, geez. In comparison to me just driving. So right. I got a $49 a day rental car and, and drove. <laughs> just hauled mail home. But meet met met the transport guy, figured out how to get that thing on to a flatbed onto a truck, which meant I needed a roll deck truck. Right. That would pull it onto that just so that we could push it onto the flatbed <laughs> on the it was awesome. <laughs> it was it was amazing. And I'm sure you orchestrated. They showed up and they were just like, "What do we do?" Yeah, no, we got it. We got it all sorted out. Got it on there. Got it tied down. It was great. <clears throat> and uh, then, uh, yeah, got it back here and tore it all apart. And things have kind of gone slow because after that, the plan all along was we wanted to be able to put bolt-on suspension on it, right? But we wanted some like really gangster stuff. We wanted Carly. We wanted their unchained three and a half inch Kings up front, three inch bypasses out back, long travel leaves, um, long arm in the front. And so we knew they don't make that for a 76 Ram charger. 78. (laughs) 78. No, no, they sure don't. (laughs) But they do make it for an 05 Ram. Oh, 
So then we found an 05 Ram and I went and picked that sucker up and brought it back and we tore everything off of it, sold everything we could, and then cut the frame down to make the Ram Charger fit. And this is where, like, Dave, like, over the top. He channeled the body, set that thing down, like, I want to say two, two and a half inches, somewhere right in there. <clears throat> and then uh, Jesse, one of the other shop guys, um, went to town on the fenders to make them the front fenders to make them match all the body lines, but be big enough to clear forties. And, uh, Dave did the rears and, uh, it just, it turned out amazing. Yeah. So now we've got this 78 Ram charger sits on an 05 Ram chassis. That's been shortened. Um, got the big drive train underneath it. We got the Hellcat in it. We got the eight HP 95 out of a track Hawk in it. And then a Magnum 205, um, transfer case setup. So we got the doubler and then the T case, all the gearing options you can think of. Um, the axles are all dialed in with, uh, um, 538 gears, ARB air lockers, front and rear, chromoly shafts, RCVs, like all the goodies, everything goodie wise that we could do to the axles. We did free spin kit, diner track ball joints, um, synergy steering, like all, all the gangster parts. So, um, it sits with 40 inch tires, I think right close to stock height, Ram which is nuts. Yeah. It's crazy. It, and it looks so good. It does. <clears throat> uh, I am, I don't know that I've been this excited about a build, uh, as, as I am like, this thing is going to be so much fun to drive. The amount of work Dave has put into the cage, the engine compartment, um, the amount of work Jesse has put into the fenders and all the other little details, um, the way the underside looks. So, uh, this last, uh, couple of, couple of weeks, Dave spent a whole lot of time, like cleaning up, um, sheet metal and, and finishing off edges and making sure all the drain ports are good. And the underside is undercoated and, and all the little details are sorted out. We got headlight uh, bezels and, and assemblies. We've got everything there so that this thing can go off to body and we can, um, get it into the hotness that it's going to be that sunburst orange from 1978. It's going to be so good. cool. And we're going retro with it. So it's going to be sunburst orange and then white accents. The wheels are actually yes. powder coated white. The bumpers and things are going to be white. Uh, we're going to keep the Chrome grill. And then uh, just because the, the grills on those things are just so like they're they're kind of iconic, you know, totally. they, they look they look awesome. <clears throat> and uh, and then we're going to light it up. I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't have some big lights across the top, some KCs maybe or something. Some big round ones. Just something to throw it back, you know, like era specific. Yeah, that would be killer. With newer technology worked into it, because that's kind of how we we like to do it. But I'm super super stoked about it, and and to see the progression of the interior and the seating, and he made seats that'll fit me and him, <laughs> which is awesome. Whoa, <laughs> they must be adjustable then. They are adjustable, and they actually adjust forward and up. Oh, which is a novel idea. I remember on that note. 
going on uh, Moab Rim Trail with Dave when he was driving Howitzer. Oh, he hated that. And every free T-shirt he got, he just put underneath him because it kept. You <laughs> couldn't see. He it got so that. frustrated because you can't move the seat, and he was just like, "This thing is so dumb to drive. I can't see anything. Couldn't see over the hood." <laughs> yeah. But by the end of the trail, he was like, he was sitting on like fifteen T-shirts, and I think it was a lunchbox or something. <clears throat> um, yeah, the Ram Charger is going to be absolutely stellar. What made you go with the uh, Hellcat? Obviously, I want you to. I want you to listen to what you just said. <laughs> well, I, I understand that it's obviously well. Awesome. It's it's um, it's <clears throat> brand uh, uh, brand correct, right. right? So it works for the uh, Ram and Dodge and and all that. Um, seven hundred and seven horsepower. I don't know. I feel like that's a good enough reason, <laughs> Kyle. What else do we need? <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, why? And you paired it with the 8 HP 90? 95. 95. Out of a Trackhawk. Okay. What was in, what was the trans in the Gladiator? Um, or Spartacus, a, sorry. That was a 8 HP 75. Okay. So why are we going out of a truck. 95 to 75? <clears throat> um, or is that well, another dumb that would question? Be, that would be a question for America's Most Wanted. They went with the uh, 75. Okay, gotcha. <clears throat> I wanted the uh, 95. And I have a feeling the reason being was that people hadn't unlocked the 95 yet to be able to use it. The 95 is is basically a four-wheel drive trans that was made to go behind a Hellcat that came in the Trackhawk. Gotcha. So everything's so finding, ready to go. Finding uh, a four-wheel drive trans that was made to go behind the Hellcat was the hard part, and you can get 8 HP 75s more readily because they were in the Ram trucks. Gotcha. <clears throat> so um, that yeah. makes sense. So now we can we we know all the internals that are in that. Um, everything was built specific to handle the Hellcat itself, and the output shaft on those things is huge. Yeah, <laughs> like we had to take the input input gear for the uh, Magnum and have it EDM'd. No kidding. Yeah, to the it's like a forty three spline. It's a monster. Just it's a baseball bat. It is huge. <laughs> and uh, luckily, there was enough material that we could do that to the input gear and still have it uh, have it work. Um, but uh, got the uh, the Magnum box two hundred five all made it up. Dave made those things fit in there absolutely phenomenal. He scooted them back as as much as he could to. Uh, accommodate uh, driveline and uh, <clears throat> front and rear drive shafts. Um, we are going to have to do some rotating of that rear axle just to get it to point a little bit more at the T case because uh, it's off a little bit and then we'll run a double cardan drive shaft. But like it's, this thing's going to be fun. And I know you put a lot of thought into the harness and what we're doing for gauges and oh, stuff. Yeah. What's uh, what's that process for those actually like people out there? We put a lot of thought into it, but there's a lot more to come. Like that's going to be the part of it. Like everything we've done up until this point is the easy stuff, right? <clears throat> now we've got to make the engine and trans talk. We've got to let them know that there's a transfer case behind them, and it's a really kind of a rudimentary transfer case setup compared to what those two things are used to using. Like you basically need to find a go-between um, massive uh, microprocessor and an old like 50s typewriter. Okay. You got to figure out how to make those things talk to each other and work right. Um, above and beyond that, uh, the thermal efficiency aspect of uh, Hellcat 707 
horse pressures. Right. <clears throat> like managing all the temps, coolant, intercooler temp, um, oil. <laughs> That's an important one. <laughs> Power steering. <laughs> um, like there is, so there, I don't even, I want to say we had one, two, three, four, five, I think seven different coolers on that. Oof. Yikes. So trying to figure out where all those are going to go. And, and yes, the electrical side of it, wiring, not just the engine and trans, but the whole vehicle. Right. Um, this I'm, I'm pretty excited about. We're trying a new product here. We went with the, um, uh, race pack smart wire. Right. Only <clears throat> their new one, the street wire. So it's made to simplify things for you to, uh, wire in taillights, uh, turn signals, all that. It's their solid state, um, controller. It comes with their dash. I've, don't, don't quote <laughs> me on this. I think it's called the IQ three dash. Okay. Um, but everything will be digitally displayed there. We got a GPS, uh, speedo. So I don't got to worry about matching up the right gears for the gear ratio in, in the T case for the gear ratio and the tire size. That'll be constant as long as we can see the sky, sky. <laughs> and uh, and all the other vitals will be displayed on that. So we can keep everything nice and clean. And then from there, all the other switches and everything else will probably be handled via switch pros and stuff like that. So gotcha. um, that aspect of it is going to be a big one. It's going to be electrical stuff i i i love that kind of stuff that, that stuff's kind of fun but there is a lot going on there yeah um so right now it's in it's pretty much almost ready to go to paint right yep so that's where we're at currently with it once it goes to paint and comes back what is the next steps that we're diving into that's when we start putting it all back that's together. it we're that so we're, we're pretty we're getting there yeah it's we'll coming together the suspension in for the final time like We'll get the cooling packages in and, and plumbed and everything there and then uh, jump into the electrical portion, which uh, ought to be really, really, really exciting. I will say this, though. I've seen your electrical work and you are very meticulous and it is very clean. That's what is scary, though, because <laughs> that takes time. It does take. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to be real good at it when you're uh, done with this. Oh, boy. <clears throat> so we've got this Ram charger. What is... The big plan for it. Anything other than... I want to drive it over everything. 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 All of it. So we should just do like a big loop. Just full brap. Loop brap. here. Go to Colorado. Down to Moab. Yeah. Ultimate, over to San Hollow. Ultimater. Ultimater. Adventure. <laughs> Ultimater adventure. Yeah. Just go to every single place that drive Ultimate it. Adventure's been. I think it'd be fun to take it on the Hot Rod Power Tour. Be cool. It's going to be... I'm I'm really excited to see what it's going to look like when it comes back from paint. Cause oh man! It's and the sunburst orange with the white accents, man. Yeah, buddy. And a lot of the little stuff too, like you know, I know Dave built the front bumper and the rear bumper, and like once you get up close and see the detail oh and work gosh. that went into it, it's, it looks so good. It doesn't really do justice when we take a, a picture online and post it on social media. Um, I'm like so excited about smashing them into rocks. <laughs> this. Awesome vehicle is just gonna get no, no, it's not getting destroyed. It's very this well thing's protected. gonna work so good. Yeah, I yeah. am so excited about it. And we, we, as far as axles, do we have Dynatrax in it or do we do know. just we the axles? Ram right out of the ram, nine and a quarter front of the 
earlier version though, so it doesn't have the inner axle disconnect and, right. uh, and the 11 and a half rear. So the rear's not going to care about anything. The nine and a quarter front. Mm. <laughs> we'll find out. Wow. My only concern there is as the older generation, uh, ARB before ARB realized that they didn't build their air locker right for that. And then they made it right. So there's an updated oh. version, but you know, we'll wait till I split this one in half. And, <laughs> and then we'll get the updated version. <laughs> How many have you split in half? Uh, five now. Five. <laughs> total of five. five. About to be six. <clears throat> Although, you know, people, if, if you get the, if you get the front air locker now, um, from ARB, it's the beefier one with right. more material. So you're fine. Right. I've already broken all the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> you're safe. Uh, so do we have a name for this Ram charger yet? Oh, well, we've been tossing around a whole bunch, but nothing, nothing yet. Maybe we could use some assistance here. Help us my, out. It's going to be killer. Um, it, it's cool, too, to see how crazy of a build this is, but to actually incorporate a, actually a pretty significant amount of bolt-on parts that... Oh, yeah, the full unchained Carly suspension, right. like, and that <clears throat> is a no-joke suspension. Like, we will be able to abuse the tar out of this. Right. Thing. Have we ran that on any of our other rigs? Oh, this is the first time. First time. Yeah. It's going to be sweet. So pumped. So off to paint it goes, it comes back, yep. and then um, we'll have updates for you guys. But we're really excited about it. Like I said, we're posting as much as we can on it. I know a lot of you guys are getting really excited about it. Um, if you guys want to see more about it, you're going to have to go to our social medias, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. We got all sorts of stuff on there. Um, but that's a little kind of update of, or at least a more in-depth detail of exactly what we're doing, what's on it, where we're at with it. Um, hopefully by the time this podcast even airs, it'll be back and we'll have paint on it. Who oh, knows? Man, that would be glorious. It'll be killer. Um, so yeah, that's where we're at. That's the great latest and greatest on our Dodge Ram charger. Um, if you guys have questions about it more, you can comment on the video if you're watching on YouTube and we can answer those or you can give us a call, shoot us a text, chat us, whatever. Yeah. Um, it's going to be cool though. I'm excited for it. Yep. It's going to be... It's just another rig you won't be allowed to drive. <laughs> Too much for you. Anything bigger than a 35, you're out. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, if you guys want us to cover something specific, again, shoot us an email, podcast at offroadpowerproducts.com. If people are interested in getting swag, what do they got to do? All you got to do is leave us a review. Leave us an honest review what you think about the podcast take a screenshot so i know you left the review yeah and shoot an email to podcast at off-road power products along with a picture of your vehicle your side-by-side -side, your camping setup whatever it may be anything that's related to kind of the lifestyle we live here at off-road power products and you might get a sweet off-road power yeah, products cup you might cups. get the cool yeti t-shirt you might get an off-road power products t-shirt a hat Is it a yeti or a sasquatch? sasquatch sorry it's not white sasquatch Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's all you got to do. Shoot it to the email podcast at offroadpowerproducts.com and I will get back to you. Uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. And we'll see you next time on the podcast. Booyah. See you.